titles. Go. Worse or better? Don't sit on it. AI tsunami. My computer hates me. Too many concussions. Jesus. All about the spice. Garfield in space. Lifelong pours. Eat your snacks. There's so many. I'm the a-hole. This is true. Various spices. Sticky milk. I'm going to throw up. What does everybody want? <laughs> Toilet paper. Okay. <laughs> what? what are you doing? DB for Why is it invisible? It's invisible. Yeah, that's our backgrounds. Cornhole. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Warning. What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. I'm Kev. Oh, I'm Jack. Corbs will be right back. He's booting. Guys, what's got you keeked? Oh, well, I'm saving most of my time for the video game segment. I will say I'm a little excited uh, about Amazon's announcements today. Um, not, or maybe it was yesterday. I'm not sure. Not the new devices that they're coming out with. I don't know if you guys saw this. Computer. <laughs> but they are <laughs> about a year ago. The, the rumblings were, were that Alexa was probably, it, it was a failure, okay? It was, they were going to stop making Alexa devices. They weren't going to make it stop working, but people weren't using it the way they thought they would. They weren't using it to buy things. It wasn't making them money. The beginning of this year, the AI tsunami hits. And, you know, I know a lot about that because of the place I work. And I think that that saved Alexa because what they're doing is instead of saying, we're going to like back off on this stuff, they're going all in. And Alexa is about to get a huge AI upgrade, which is going really? to improve her ability to speak conversationally. You, you'll be able to talk to her. She'll be able to infer things and figure Wonderful. out things based on what you say, your habits. Um, they're talking about their screens, you know, like their Echo shows and stuff noticing that you're on the other side of the room really far away so instead of showing all the details it shows in, in tiny print it'll change to just a few things in bigger numbers so you can see it from there and when you get closer it'll change to something that you can easily see all this crazy crazy stuff and i know how ai has changed the industry i work in this this is going to i think this is going to be alexa is going to become what we thought she could be when it was first announced where where did you get this information, Hugh? What I missed what you said. 
it was it was announced. Uh, Amazon just had their event where they announced oh, their yearly um, their their updates to all their devices and stuff. And yeah, it's it's going to be coming to older devices as well. Okay, uh, but they're they're going to be using AI. Like there, some of their newer devices will have extra features where you can like tell um, your uh, TV to hey, you know, paint me a picture with. Nicholas Cage in a clown outfit on the beach and it'll use that generative stuff to like put a picture up there. They're, they're going to make a lot of fun stuff with it. But the exciting thing is that the, the Alexa app may finally become useful. It may become like what we thought it could be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty pumped about that. I mean, it could also be the beginning of Skynet. It probably is the beginning of Skynet. Um, but I mean, if we're going to have all this AI shit in our houses anyway, it might as well be fucking cool. And I, for one, really like, I have to stop saying the name because the one I have on my yeah, going off. desk here keeps going off. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I love the features that it has. I can't wait to see what's coming next. Nice. So uh, I completely disagree about Skynet. It's not going to be the way they showed it in Terminator. Because we're going to have um, Amazon, Google, um, the the bitch in your iPhone, and Dear something me. else that Microsoft creates. There's going to be a four-way knockdown, drag-out war, and that humans are just going to be the fallout of whatever happens. So it's going to be it's going to be AI killing the humans, but it, but it's not going to be a direct thing. It's going to be an indirect thing because they're going to assemble whatever they assemble and to kill each other. And now, now you don't think we're going to get blown away in the process. One, that's, that's my, that's them, my prediction. What if what one of them is done and killed the other ones, they'll probably take the humans that are left and enslave them. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. I agree with that. I, I mean, I'm that. already a slave to Amazon. So <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie though. I like the Alexa for sure. Like even when Emily's sleeping, I'm like Alexa fart. And like, she'll like just let out a big farting noise, like in the middle of like people are sleeping. So I think yeah. Alexa's a great thing. I'm that geeks me out too, for some reason. So what, what yeah, surprises me about what you said, Hugh, is that I know Amazon reduced the number of uh, talent um, in the, in the, you know, yeah. bitch um, uh, development group significantly over the past year or so yeah i i th i think what's happened here and and i believe i've touched on it before i don't know if i've explicitly said it but before january or february of this year ai was a buzzword for mm. all of us we all knew mm. what it was but we didn't we didn't have a practical application in our lives and chat gpt came out of nowhere and changed everything like the company i work for literally shifted our entire focus um, but it's it's changed the entire world. Like AI went from being this cute little thing that you program stuff to to hey, you can tell it. Hey, Hollywood wants it to take over script writing. It's insane. Uh, I knew there had to be some not quite as evil applications for this, but we haven't really seen it yet. It's all been you know Chat GPT. You can talk to it, tell it to do stuff, but kids are using it to write papers now. Mm. You know, and that's a big thing. This is the first um, that I've seen where where it might actually have a, a benefit to us and you're right they were reducing their their headcount they weren't going to really develop for it anymore it wasn't working and i think that ai changed everything that these developers can do it, it was almost like they they were looking for that rosetta stone that thing that got them to the next level and this is what it was that's cool though it is yeah. it's, it's got some cool shit on the horizon for sure all right um so
So you have any more, Hugh? Or you? No, want to... no. Okay, cool. So I've mentioned this before on the podcast, and I think it's pretty cool. Like, um, what what I was geeked about when I was a kid was my two XL robot, that childhood toy I love so yeah. much. Yeah, you all know, whatever. So um, I built up a, a friendship with um, an eBay seller for the past like three years. I've bought most of the tapes from him and um, we just, oh, Corbs is back. Um, so like literally we're um, talking with each other, getting like, like a, we know each other like a, a little bit better now. So he literally texted me maybe a couple of weeks ago and I was going to mention this on the podcast a couple of times, but I keep forgetting. He, um, I just needed one more tape for my 2XL collection, it's all 45 tapes. And it's a Power Rangers tape that was only made in England, I think, because 2XL was going out of date. It was only from 92 to 95, but 1996, England uh, took the, it was called Tommy or T Tommy, whatever it was, T-U-M-Y. So they took over uh, the brand of Tiger Electronics for the 2XL robot. So literally the 2XL seller, like he messaged me, he's like, so uh, Jack, um. I have an extra Power Rangers tape and this tape goes, I'm not joking, for like a thousand to three thousand dollars without packaging. He literally said, since we have a friendship going, do you want to just give me a hundred bucks and the tape is yours? Oh. <laughs> I was yes. like, I was like, dude, can I do that? He's like, yeah, we we know each other by now. So he sent it first class. I had it the next day. It's wow. pretty cool. The guy when he when I bought stuff from him in the past. He would put it in candy bar wrappers. He would put it in ice cream wrappers. Like I, he literally shipped like some of the stuff into me and like milk duds or something like that one time. But like he actually put one in a milk bottle one, like a milk carton one time. Which I'm like, why are you shipping in? It's so many weird things. He's like, he's like, that's how I ship it. But the, they're all in perfect condition. But there was only 45 tapes made. But I have the 2XL collection, and I brought it to somebody. I was like, how much could I get for this? Even though it's used right now. And I put in, I'll be real with you guys, like $2,500. It's probably worth over $10,000 right now I'm sitting on. <laughs> and it's used. You shouldn't but sit on it. No, mm -hmm. I know. But um, if I decide to sell it, I can make that much. But hey, like I said, it's the segment, What's Got You Geeked? And it's my favorite childhood toy. I have all the tapes now. And um, I'm just in awe. I was like, yes, I finally have it all. So I'm just so excited about it. So that's what is me geek this week. Outstanding. I'll go. Um, uh, what's got me geeked? Um, geez, I don't know. Cool weather. Cool weather's got me geeked. Um, the um, amazing show that's on Disney Plus right now. That's got me geeked. I'm really <laughs> geeking out over that. I didn't realize before, maybe a couple of years ago, how big of a fucking Star Wars nerd I actually am. And it's only getting worse or better. I don't Whatever. So that's yeah, that's uh, you're and I just found a new one. You're oh, married ahead. to someone who likes it too, so that it's better, not worse. I, I don't even know how that if happened. you were single, it would be worse. I don't even know how that happened. She's addicted, like I am, and it's like, I, is it my you, fault you, that I you do cut that? out? Did you say she's addicted like I am, or she's a dick like I am? <laughs> oh, <laughs> she can be. She can. I tell you what, you think I'm an asshole? Piss her off. You will be sorry. No, no, she's addicted like I am. She's she is so into it because she now has that backstory, that that experience of what has happened. And she can relate it and she feels like what's happening on the screen right now is something that she understands. And she 
she's tied up into the emotion of it. So it's really cool. It's cool to watch and it's cool to be a part of. And I, I'm not experienced by it myself. So it's got me pretty fucking geeked. I can yeah, relate with you, awesome. Kev, because I'm, I'm, Emily's the same way. She was like, yo, you ready to watch it now? And we just watch it together. And now we're going back and watching all the episodes a second time. Not as right. good as you guys, but like literally we're watching them a second time around. She's like, you want to watch them again? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway all right so carbs for those who came in late uh what's got you geek buddy early <laughs> your computer just wasn't <laughs> that's true it's very true the computer hates me that's what it is that's what's got me geek my computer hates me it's a, we uh, hate your computer okay seriously windows 95 or a gateway you have down there carbs it's windows vista uh-huh. <laughs> Still cranking it up, please. So you, sh- you should have never upgraded for Windows ninety eight SE. I told I told you that. <laughs> no, I've had this thing since. Uh... And how do we graduate, Paul? Twenty twelve. So that's how long I've had this computer. Outstanding. So, it definitely needs to be upgraded. Yes. Drag down to the middle of the yard and let on fire. Come here and say hi. Nope. Are you shouting your cat? No, she's talking to his wife. Jesus. <laughs> uh, well, for me, it's just, you know, I'm finally get to be back with you guys. Yes. I missed the last few times we've recorded. It happens. Whether, you know, whatever it might be, work-related, personal life, whatever the case may be. So, uh, but, you know, for me, obviously, you guys know very much about, uh, how much I'm family guy. So the son started school again a couple weeks back. So that's been, uh, that's been different. He's in, he's in 11th grade now. So start looking at schools again. They're going to have a college night up at, the, up at the high school again here in the next couple weeks. So we'll be going to that again. So, um, so just, just, you know, trying to take in as much time as I can with him. Right. Cause now you're seeing it now, like, yeah. Let's run it out, you know. Yeah, out. and it, 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 it hits a little differently because uh, my best friend, you guys know, uh, the guy can I play golf with Justin? Mm-hmm. Uh, his kid, his son is uh, two years older than uh, my son. My son and his daughter are the same age. They're actually in the same period. Um, but he went away to college this year, and he uh, he struggled the first couple of days, first week or so while he was up there, um, just being away from home and stuff like that. So. Uh, not looking forward to that whole situation. So, but uh, cross their bridge when we get there. Yes. So, but for just just the fact that he's you know he's back in school. I know he doesn't like school, but he's very good at it. A lot better than his father ever was. Which is. <laughs> I have a I have something for you that will help you when he goes away to college. You ready for this? Yeah. Pornhub. Well, okay. I, I have two things. Um. <laughs> Why would you need Pornhub to replace just, your son? The fuck! Now he can watch it because now his son's gone. Oh, that's that's okay. where I was going I'm with like, it. What? But once yeah, it came out, I was going. like, "That's okay. not right." But I'm sorry, Cap. Cor- Continue, Corbs. Yeah. Corbs. If you choose to listen to Paul, that's on you. That's not me. Okay, I'm just okay. The the the, the minute you get back from dropping him off, so drive him there, drop his ass off. Have your cry, whatever you got to do. Get home, 
the, the minute you get home, convert his room to a fucking game room. It will make you feel so much better. It's halfway there anyway, isn't it? It's halfway there. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got he's got more electronics than I got. So, and as soon as you're done, invite us all over for a game night. There you go. There you go. I think honestly, the moment you drop him off at school, a couple years down the road, we should just be there. And be like, yep, we're going to the bar to have a couple right now. <laughs> just getting yeah. to know you. Just I don't think be there for you. I don't think we're going to have to face that with Avery because I know Kevin thinks she's a, you know, everything everywhere all at once genius, but you know, she may be smart, but we don't see how socially she's going to actually go out into the real world and do anything other than live with us for the rest of her life. And we've kind of accepted that. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I feel you on that one. And my mind, the one that we're expecting is going to live here forever. So she's moving out at 18. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah, one... she's got all these big plans yeah. and all this stuff, you know. But she can't. Um, she gets home from school and drops all of her clothes in front of the toilet and leaves in there and changes into something else. And I cannot get her to pick her clothes up off the floor. You guys, you don't you 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 forget. Any every time we ignore our history, where we came we from, we are doomed to repeat it. Yep. Understand, we are animals. Animals take the babies and push them the fuck out of the nest <laughs> and then close the fucking door. Hodor. <laughs> anyway, Paul. Yeah. Uh, so my, mine's kind of a two for here. My uh, what's got me geeked is also going to lead us right in to uh, the players club. I'm uh, I'm I'm still pretty, pretty. Happy with uh, Baldur's Gate 3 for the PlayStation 5. Um, I'm happy to say I'm about 27 hours into it now. Still in the first act of the game. It's a three-act game. And um, happy to say, no bear sex. <laughs> so. You'll get there. Yes. But uh, guys, Hugh specifically, what you playing? All right. Does everybody know what Starfield is? That's yep. the uh, so. cat that eats okay. the lasagna. Shut up. Um, <laughs> with, uh, okay, with the okay. If you've ever played a, Beth a Bethesda game, if you've played Fallout or any of the Elder Scrolls or yeah, Skyrim, yeah. Yeah. this is their version of that game in space. Okay. So it's the same idea, but in space. And let me tell you something. The game came out not last Thursday, but the Thursday before, I believe, September 6th. I was on the fence about it. I, I wasn't going to pick it up uh, on the date of release. You know, I'm like, ah, whatever. You know, it's cause if it was Elder Scrolls or Fallout, I would have pre-ordered it like six months ago. But uh, a new IP, I don't know. And then I sat there thinking, I'm like, this is my favorite game publisher releasing another version of my favorite game. What am I doing? So on Friday, I went and I, I purchased a Game Pass X uh, or game, Xbox Game Pass. Jesus Christ. And downloaded the game. It is now almost two weeks. Tomorrow will be 14 days that I've had the game. I am a few minutes shy of 48 hours played. In the first five days, I did like 28 hours. Mm -hmm. I haven't gamed like this. And I don't know, even when I was playing um, Elden Ring, I wasn't playing that much. It's insane. I'm like oh. scooting off to find 20 minutes to myself to play a little bit more. Uh, if you played a Bethesda game, you understand the idea. 
big sprawling quest, except this time, instead of, you know, dragons and, you know, trying to ride horses or, or whatever, I don't think you can ride horses in Skyrim, but um, you have spaceships and you can go between galaxies and you can like, you know, they, they call it grav jumping is their warping. And there are over a thousand planets you can visit. Now, about a hundred of them were specifically curated by Bethesda. So there's life and there's specific things. The rest are procedurally generated, but you can land on them. You can, every planet has to be surveyed. So you can scan it, find the resources, find each individual, um, you know, life, all the flora and fauna, excuse me. To complete a scan of something, you have to scan it a number of times. You have to search for it. Even on those planets, you'll find a random base. You know, maybe there's some pirates in it or some people you got to kill. Maybe while you're walking around, a ship lands. It could be some good guys, could be some bad guys. If it's some bad guys, you can fucking kill them and steal their ship and add it to your fleet and take off the planet in their ship. I'm not going to say that it's everything that they made it sound like it would be when they announced it because it isn't for sure but it is a fucking amazing game it's kind of like uh and I, i've used this uh before it's it's almost like everything that uh, elite dangerous is but not as complicated the bar is lowered enough that a person who doesn't know all that shit can play it and everything that No Man's Sky is, but a lot more interesting, slammed into one game. Mm. And knowing how Bethesda works, they've already said they're adding mod support, you know, so early next year, which means you will be able to download mods on the consoles because that's what they do. They ha have it available on consoles as well as PC. PC already has Nexus mod support, but mm -hmm. they add official mod support so you can get them through official channels. I don't know if this is going to have the leg Skyrim does. Um, you know, 12 years later, people still playing the game, but the potential is there for this to be another multi-decade multi smash. Um, six million players uh, was, I think, the, the count on day one. Wow. Uh, yeah. Nice. Um, definitely a success. They've already announced at least one DLC package, and I am having... I don't know if I want to say it's the best time I've had since Fallout 3. It might be, um, but I'm Whoa. definitely enjoying it. I, I cannot Whoa. give this game higher praise. What I will say is that it doesn't suck you in like Fallout and Skyrim and Oblivion and such. It, it, at the beginning, it doesn't suck you in. Uh, and it's really easy to get sidetracked in the beginning. Those games had really strong narratives up front to pull you into the world. This kind of gives you a little bit. And then if you want to, you know, fuck off and like explore the galaxy, you can, uh, which, which kind of makes it so you don't, you don't quite have the drive. You know, you, you need to get into it. a lot of people say the game doesn't really start till, you know, 12 hours in. I don't know if that's true, but once I got going, I definitely was sucked into the story traditional Bethesda writing, all sorts of cute little quests and, you know, interesting characters to meet. Um, you have outpost building, which I've not touched, and I don't know if I will, because I hate that shit. There's ship building, which I totally fucking didn't understand for the longest time, and then after fucking with it enough and almost deciding I was just not going to do it, it clicked. And now I've built this giant epic ship with auto turrets on all the... I mean, I, I warp into a, a fleet of pirates, and, you know, I have... Two of my weapons are auto. One of them, you know, is manual, but I don't even have to touch that. My ship just melts everything I run into right now. Um, 
it's you i've seen people make millennium falcons and x-wings nice. and ships that look like scorpions and buses and anything you can oh, think man. of i mean the that's cool the, yeah the 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 potential here is enormous and wow yeah i mean i would say and i'm saying this specifically to you kev because i know you don't have a, a current uh, gaming computer or a console the barred entry here is an xbox s series uh, 300 bucks oh, wow. yeah it's like yeah, you can go with the lower one you can gain any future games that you can't play on it you can always stream through xbox game pass as long as you've got decent internet but i mean if you've got the money spring for the the slightly better console in the series x but it, right now if you have any money at all for gaming there's almost mm. no excuse not to do this nice yeah, there you go. just uh, from from your review a week ago when you were talking about it in our group chat, you you had me looking, and that's when I realized I don't have something that'll play it right now. Yeah, well, you do right, right now. You can do it on your computer. Well, no, it's fine. No, I can't. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no, well, he I mean, can't. Well, don't you have a personal computer, Paul? That would not play any of this stuff. No. That's the thing. You can stream it. That's what, oh, that's right. One yes. of the things Game Pass offers is cloud gaming, so you that's can right. I forgot play about it that through the cloud. So that means people that don't have any Xbox shit at all can play all these games. And the great thing about Game Pass is all first-party titles are free on the platform day and date, which means they bought up Bethesda and all these other companies. People are like, oh no, well, I guess it sucks if you don't have a you know an Xbox, you only have a PlayStation, but we all have computers. We all can sign up for the service. And yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of shitty that the next Elder Scrolls isn't going to be on Sony platforms, but everybody here has a device in their house that can play the next Elder Scrolls, at least through cloud services. And it won't cost you a thing if you pay monthly for the service. All right. Very true. Uh, I forgot. There was one other thing I wanted to hit on. Um, AEW Fight Forever, their next DLC, Hookhausen, drops on September 28th. And I will actually probably pause Baldur's Gate to play as Danhausen for a little while, and then is right it back. is it called Hookhausen DLC? Yes. This should have been in the base game. The, I think that's all of the ones has got that okay. addendum on them. Yes. Does anybody else have any gaming that they're doing right now? Didn't think so. No. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so I guess we're gonna move it right along to Cavs tabletop review. All right, guys. So you're not going to believe this. I have a game that may just take the number one slot on my list of games you got to play. So today's game is Century Spice Road. This is one of three games in the Century line that you can actually intermingle. So this is a uh engine building game Ooh. very similar to splendor um you have cards you have small pieces and you have to buy spices and you use the spices to buy better spices you use cards to buy more spices or to convert spices and then you use the spices to buy these uh point value cards so it's very 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 much like splendor very very much like um, like a uh, any other deck building or engine building game. The coolest part 
is that you can take all three of these games and you can combine them. And when you combine them, you can end up with seven different games. Very, very cool. So Century Spice Road. So it's all about spices. Let me read you a little bit from BoardGameGeek.com. The first in a series of games that explores the history of each century with spice trading as the theme for the first installment. In Century Spice Road, players are caravan leaders uh, who travel the famed Silk Road to deliver spices to the far reaches of the continent for fame and glory. Each turn, players perform one of four actions. Establish a trade route by taking a market card. The market cards actually uh, determine whether or not you get certain spices or you convert spices from one to another. Make a trade or harvest spices by playing a card from your hand. You end up with these cards in your hand, and you can just play the cards in random order um, at different times. Fulfill a demand by meeting a victory points card's requirements and claiming it. The victory po- victory cards are the ones at the top of the at the top of the um, tableau as you as you lay them out. They all have a point value, but they all have a cost, and the cost is various spices. Or you can rest, and when you rest, you take back all the cards that you played, so you put them back in your hand, so you can play them again. This game is. Just by what I've seen so far, hold on to your hats. Better than Splendor. Ooh. That is that is a bold statement, my friend. I'm telling you what. Just by what I've seen, what I've read about what people are saying about it, and how quick and easy it is to pick it up, figure it out, and play through it, this is two to four players, okay, two, uh, two to five players, sorry, two to five players, 30 to 45-minute playtime. I think that's a high estimate. I think you can get through a game a lot quicker than that, especially with two, two, three, or four players. Ages eight and up, I think that's a little bit generous. I think you're going to be a little bit older to really understand it. Weight 1.79 out of five. So the weight on this is lower than just the entry-level Splendor game, just Splendor all by itself. I'm not talking about Splendor Marble Edition or Splendor Duel. Um, this game, I think, would be quicker to pick up, you know, faster to play, and I, I, I got to say it, I think it's it looks like it's a lot more fun to play than Splendor. And I know we've had the greatest time with Splendor and Splendor Duel. Kathy and I play Splendor Duel a couple times a week we're we're uh we're that enamored with it so century spice road and it's um uh let's see designer emerson matsuchi artist chris uh Gilliams, uh david richards fernando suarez publisher plan b games so definitely look this up i i've seen prices all over the place from $18 up to like $46 on Amazon. I found it for brand new $46.24. Very attractive game. Very nicely packaged. And if you buy all three, if you buy all three versions, you can set them up and they actually create a mural. Oh, cool. Who That's neat. That? Very cool. That's it. <laughs> I just, I just, He's like, 
I just have one thing to add. Various various spices would be a great name for a college band. It's actually the tattoo I have on the back of my neck. Ah. Yeah, but yours refers to all five of the girls. So (laughs) (laughs) that was good. good. All right. Well, I think on that note, we're going to throw it to break and we will come back with the news. Stick with us, guys. Hi, this is Craig Palmer. If you ever aspire to be a wrestler, come on down to Upstate Wrestling Entertainment, located at 1121 Glenwood Avenue in York. We're open every Tuesday and Thursday from 6.30 p.m. till 9 p.m. Come on down and join us. See you then. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is THE king of comics. Before you watch that video your racist uncle shared on Facebook named Mel Gibson reveals Ashton Kutcher as a hidden handler for Hollywood, whatever the fuck that's supposed to fucking mean, idiots. Here's the news. First up, hey bear, roughly half of Disney's Magic Kingdom shut down temporarily this week when a female black bear was found in the park. The bear was safely trying to remove from the park, but this has led to a bunch of visitors being upset and wanting (laughs) refunds. Rather than come right out and state how they will make it right, the House of Mouse has been silent so far. Traditionally, in this situation where there is a closure, they offer free passes for a different day. This can be challenging for guests from out of state or even out of the country. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis went on social media and said that even bears are now protesting Disney's woke politics. I think Kevin Smith needs to explain to Ron that the kind of bears that care about politics aren't likely voting on his side. Actually, he never said that. I made that up. It's a lie. But the shocking thing is you totally believed what he would say for just a second. And that says a lot. Next up, Musk CTV. X Live hosted a few talks this week on the future of AI, one of them being between the human form beaver Elon Musk and Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. They talked about AI safeguards, anti-Semitism, and bigotry on social media, and adding subscription fees to X to combat both. Now, I, I have a really hard time taking this seriously. I mean, I understand Musk is ridiculously rich and influential. But at best, he is a dude bro nerd who would not have nearly the popularity if he has if he had gotten the fat. 
all the respect to someone who's very smart and made great business decisions, but to share the stage with the leader of one of the most powerful countries in the world as if they are equals, come the fuck on. Add that to the fact that Netanyahu, while being a fantastic speaker who seems reasonable, is arguably one of the most corrupt politicians on the planet right now. Even his own people don't want him in power. This seems like an ego move on both their parts, and I cannot imagine this summit is going to change the face of anything. Netanyahu looks cool, must look like he has pull. That's it. A guy who runs a country where half hate him and a guy whose company lost half its value. Now there's a sitcom for you. Musk goes bankrupt, Netanyahu gets kicked out, and they share an apartment in Brooklyn to get by. Musk keeps coming up with wacky inventions that don't quite work the way he intended, and Netanyahu keeps disappearing co-workers at his coffeehouse job that make him look bad. And finally, choking hazard. Kraft Heinz is recalling about 83,000 cases of its individually wrapped Kraft Singles American cheese because they might pose a choking hazard. Apparently, a machine malfunctioned, and when you remove the plastic outer wrap, a thin strip of plastic may remain on the slice. My first thought was, who doesn't look at the fucking cheese to make sure all the wrap came off? Then I realized, as a lifelong poor... We can never afford craft singles. We always had to get the store brand. And anyone that's done the same knows the plastic never comes off in one piece. You usually end up destroying the slice trying to get the little bits of plastic off. So this warning is only for the rich who could afford the expensive shitty cheese. The rest of us had to eat the poorer quality shitty cheese. Those poor people having to look at their damn food before shoving it in their greedy cake holes. The bigger question is why. American cheese singles are gag-worthy in the best of circumstances. It's the least cheese-like of cheeses. In fact, it's more like sticky milk. I mean, if that's your go-to cheese, you probably deserve to choke on something. And that's the news, kids. Now, don't be sad that Hugh Jackman and whatever her name is announced their separation this week. I know you all thought him and what's-her-name were going to make it all the way to the end, but she's going to get half his fortune, and he will be fucking some 22-year-old girl whose name I'll forget well before it's appropriate. They're both going to be just fine. I promise. Paul? In other news, your standard pencil can write... Where's my thing? Um, 45,000 words. Back that's to you, Corbs. Apparently, you can't remember your saying. No, that's yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty well, bad. Forty-four thousand nine hundred ninety-nine more than Paul knows. That's true. Still Why are you making fun of my reading habit? I'm so learning this. <laughs> How does this always happen? <laughs> Because you don't start your fucking segment early enough. That's why. I'm trying to give you time to eat your snacks. Leave me alone. <laughs> I can eat my snacks. Dab your while cake you in your pie hole and shut up. No, sorry. That was like Sam Kinison there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you liked that, Corbs. Go ahead, buddy. I did like that. That was good. I like that. <laughs> Uh, not much going on sports-wise. I mean, obviously, you know, golf is uh, my big thing lately. But uh, so this weekend is the Solheim Cup, which is like the Women's Ryder Cup. Uh, it's being played in uh, Spain. Some shit. No, that's where the Ryder Cup is being played. I don't know where the Solheim, Solheim Cup is being played. doesn't matter. Uh, it's the women. The, you got the women U.S. team versus the European U.S. or Euro, European golf team. Uh, it's a match play tournament, um, country versus country type of thing. Uh, it's a couple different formats. Uh, so that's what's really kind of going on golf-wise this week. Next week, 
Um, I'll touch on a little bit more is the Ryder Cup, which is the men's match play tournament. That's kind of a little more. Excuse me. Let me throw up. It's a little more um, well-known, I guess, is the uh, correct terminology for that. Um, some been some uh, sorted details about guys being picked or whatever. Some of the guys aren't playing well. They're not even the top 70 guys in the in the world rankings, and they got picked to play on the tournament were guys that were uh, farther up the list, kind of got overlooked or whatnot. So obviously everybody's got their paintings in a bunch for that, um, which is always, you know, tough for a guy. Uh, I guess we'll touch on a little bit of football. I know Jack is uh, – is happy with the Eagles. So, but, uh, yeah. you know, I watched, they, they look, they look okay. Uh, I don't know if they're going to, how far they're going to go. I mean, obviously it's the first couple weeks. So, um, I mean, other than that, the big surprise is the Chargers and the Bengals, both 0-2. Um, didn't expect to see that going forward. Um, and I want to see it's somebody else. That's the surprise. Oh, the Buccaneers uh, being 2-0, and that's a pretty big surprise with Baker Mayfield. Everybody keeps throwing him away. I don't understand why. He's a decent quarterback. All you really need to have is some decent receivers around you. Mike Evans, case in point for them. So, I mean, football season is kind of just getting underway, so we'll see how it goes. Um the three rookie quarterbacks that are starting, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Anthony Richardson, all kind of having up and down seasons. Richardson uh, just uh, last weekend got hurt as in concussion protocol, which now if you get touched in the helmet, they put you in concussion protocol. Paul, you'd never make it out of the con- con- concussion protocol. Ever. Ever. They do They do what? They You get yeah, touched you, in the helmet? Yeah, if you, if you get any type of tap Contact at head, all? Yeah, anything, and it, they immediately pull you off. The, it's not like it was in the old days, Kev, where like Troy Aikman says he, you know, he played with eight concussions or whatever. You know, guys like that, Jim McMahon getting thrown to the ground and standing up and going back in the huddle. They don't do that now. The moment you take any type of jarring hit, they immediately pull you off the field and put you in concussion protocol. They don't take you really? in a little blue tent. You know, they, they check you out. I mean, some guys obviously pass and come back on the field, but I don't know, seventy five percent of the guys don't ever don't don't come back for the for the game. They does, take does that mean the other team can run up to you and slap you in the helmet just to get your good quarterback? Yeah, out you, of get, the you get fla- you get flagged Basically. for it. You get a penalty for it. But I mean, to be honest with you, yeah. So they can so, basically sacrifice a guy. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Does the does the penalty go against the team or the the player? Goes against the team, but the player can also be ejected too. So you you have, you run the risk of your player getting ejected for the the hit. So I mean, it's not it could be cost ineffective to do something like that. The guys aren't. I mean, and these guys, you know, uh, Jack will test this. They are uh, like a fraternity. They're looking out yeah. for each other. They're not out there just trying to beat the living shit out of each other. I mean, it's a violent game as it is. Um, so guys are kind of looking out for each other and stuff like that, but it does happen. Um, guys going across the middle. I saw some pretty good big hits over the weekend. Um, guys getting hit and stuff like that. So, I mean, if it's, if it's a hit and you, and you don't get like really jarred real well, they're not going to pull you off the field. It's, they have a 
a group of guys that are at every game and group of guys that are watching the games off site that can will immediately ring the doctor on the sideline and say, Hey, this guy needs to come off the field to be checked. He took a hit. It could be like two plays ago. He, he took a hit. He needs to come off. We need to check him out. If he passes the, passes the test, he can go back in the game. Like I said, a lot of guys don't, when they, moment, moment they go on concussion protocol, they're pretty much done for the, the week. And sometimes, I mean, last year attested to that whole thing with Tua. I mean, he took a couple big, big hits and he spent many weeks out five weeks. I think he, mm-hmm. he missed five games due to concussion. Um, the second one he took, um, I mean, he, it, it looked bad. I mean, like he, his whole body locked up on the ground. Like he, I mean, hands and Jesus. everything that he, that he, they knocked him out. Yeah, they, they call it getting deered. Like a deer in headlights. Mm. That's what he looked like. He his whole body was just on the ground and locked out. So it, it that's those are the scary ones when guys get hit like that. Um, because you're you're looking you're talking about player safety. You're talking about life in general. Paul, you permanent brain to, damage. Yes, you, you can attest the concussions. I've had a few of, of them myself. Um, sometimes it's the migraines become unbearable, deb- yeah. debilitating. I mean, Good I, word. I, I, I can I can uh, I can attest to having to sit in a dark room for for an hour or two just to get your wits back about you. It's it is a little scary at times. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine, and then that's only taken. I mean, that's only taken a couple of light hits. I mean, some of these guys are getting yeah. railroaded on the field. Yeah. I have a question, and you might not be able to answer it, but just fine. Sure. But it might it might be more than we want to get into. Why do you think the major NFL teams are doing this? Well, I, I really funny. <laughs> well, okay. What do you mean by that? Is That's it the money that they're going to lose when the player ends up not being able to play out their contract? Is it the money they have to pay out to the player after they have finished their contract and they still have to pay them because of medical disability is it the money well, they the, lose because the player is not able to it's, play it's kind of a combination it's so if if you're let's just say your quarterback he's signed a contract five years 20 million dollars so he's getting mm-hmm. is that four million dollars five four million five million dollars a year if he doesn't play for the year because of a concussion you yeah. still have to pay him that money oh yeah right and on top of that, if he was your team and people aren't coming to the stadium, then you're going to lose money because they're not they're not selling the tickets to get the, the, the players going to be bringing in. And then the, the teams don't pay the medical expenses. It's the league that pays the medical expense after everybody's done. So that, 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 too, that's right? if, if you want to watch a movie, and <laughs> you, you probably won't, but it's it's concussion. Mm-hmm. I've heard um, of this with Will Smith. Yep. It, it goes in. Yes. It goes in with how a guy from Pittsburgh discovered CTE in the brain from all the concussions. It was from uh, he examined Mike Webster. Started out with Mike Webster from the Pittsburgh Steelers, the offensive lineman, All Pro, Hall of Fame, uh, offensive lineman, center, and they figured out it was like he had been in and I can't remember the exact number, but we'll, we'll say 10,000 
violent automobile accidents over the course of his career. The, the equivalent, right. Yes. I get it. I get it. I get yes. it. I get it. From, and that's that's from the start. That's from when you start playing as a child right. all the way through. And that's where that's where the CTE comes in. It actually kills the, the, the blood vessels in the in deep inside your brain. And a guy who was completely healthy, which Mike Webster was, he starts hearing voices. He gets debilitating headaches. He gets um, he starts doing weird stuff. Like they found Mike Webster living in his car. Um, he was homeless. And this is a guy who was an all pro, made a shit ton of money when he was with the Steelers. He basically had nothing, and he was in his car huffing paint to keep to keep the 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 voices in his head from getting too bad. And then he, he ended up dying. I think he ended up killing. I think he ended up killing himself. But I can't remember for sure. But there's other guys. I mean, guys, the other guys that you know. Um, geez, Junior Seau. <laughs> Junior Seau was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Dave Duerson. These guys all committed suicide, and they shot themselves in the chest so that so they could, brains could be examine their brains, mm-hmm. and they donated their brains. Really? Yes. Yeah, yes. That, that's how bad they, these guys all knew what was going on. And they could see what was going on. They could see it. And they could, they were listening to this guy saying, look, this is a problem. We have to deal with it. And the NFL was like, we know the problem and we don't want to deal with it because if we, if we admit it, then something's going to happen. And yeah, we're going to be paying out all these guys. So you got all these. Okay. All right. All right. So this was, this is the root of my question, really, in all yeah. honesty. So the NFL knows this is happening. It's obvious. It's out there. The, the cat is out of the fucking bag. Why are they really doing this now? Is it because of the, I mean, is is it the negative press? Or do they really give a fuck about the players? I mean, honestly, where's where's the scale? Where does the scale tip? Is it is it they really give a fuck about the, the press or they, they give a fuck about the players? You know, which which ones waited? I, I think when it when it became light now, it became like many years ago, uh 2000. I want to say like 14 or 15 might even been before that. But when it came out, the NFL tried and tried and tried to, to put mm-hmm. sweep it under the rug. Mm-hmm. And this guy kept saying, no, he had, he had former uh, team physicians with NFL teams that had corroborated with him, mm-hmm. came out and said, this is an issue. We need to, we need to figure this out. So after a while, the NFL they finally, after harboring and people harping on them and har- every quiet time they went to, like um, Peter Uberoth and uh, what the hell's the guy's name? Roger Goodell. Um, every time they went to a press conference, they would be asking him questions about this, and he just kept trying to blow it off and, and move on. And they finally got to the point where they're like, "Okay, this is a problem. We need to take a look at this a little bit." And this guy is right. All these guys, because what happened was they had a couple of guys that weren't associated with the NFL anymore, but they had a guy that was um, with the players association, Dave Duerson, that basically left the suicide notes saying that this guy is right. This is a problem. We need to deal with it. I'm donating my brain to this guy so he can examine it. And they found out that he had CTE and oh. he was one of the guys that shot himself in the chest so that he could keep that they could keep his brain intact. So it, it, it's just, it's a great, it's a good movie. I'm not gonna say it's a great movie because it's not, I mean, it's a it's a movie. It's not one of his best movies, but the whole concept behind it and how he went from just being a uh, just a doctor 
that uh, did autopsies on people to he Mike Webster came across his desk and he's even he said he goes if it wasn't for the fact that he was completely healthy other than the voices in his head he wouldn't have given two shits about him but he started looking at certain things and realized that this guy is completely healthy it, no no liver issues no lung issues nothing else the only thing that he had was this this issue with with his brain and he went in and i mean sliced thin pieces under a microscope he finally found it and it, it, it linked back to football it linked back to boxing all those the violent violent sports where guys get punched and hit yeah ben wrestling Wah. is another one that is is part of it it's been Yep, Chris Benoit had it. Yep, a lot of these. It, so it's it's definitely something that everybody's kind of picked up and said, okay, well, we need to kind of figure out what's going on here. That everybody's doing studies on it now. Yeah, so, and so, the NFL has has developed helmets that are supposed to lessen the impact. Obviously, it yeah, but there's no the way guys are, the yeah. guys are bigger, they're faster, stuff like that. So you're but, talking about the biggest, strongest human beings in the fucking world. Right, and you're two, and hitting two each other together. head yeah. fucking on. Yep, there's there's going to be damage. Now I want to yep. read this. This is from the Mayo Clinic. This is a definition from the Mayo Clinic: chronic traumatic encephal encephalopathy (CTE) is a brain disorder likely caused likely okay, which means it's still not defined. Right, likely caused by repeated head injuries. It causes the death of nerve cells in the brain. Known as degeneration, CTE gets worse over time. The fact that the Mayo Clinic is defining it this way means that it's still not definitive. It is still just probably right. what is going on. Wow! The only way to die to definitively diagnose CTE is after death during an autopsy of the brain. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Mm -hmm. So now, but now, but Jack Hill touches. Now you watch a football game yep. in a different light. You get these guys; they, they get hit and pull. I mean, you watch some football. You don't watch as much as you used to anymore. But right. um, guys are getting hit. You will see these guys get hit, and they immediately come off the field. I mean, the, the kid I watched the, over the weekend, the kid from Colorado, he right. got hit. The, the, he's the, the kid that was the defensive back and the a receiver. He got hit hard and immediately went down and they immediately took him off the field. They put him in the, the tent. They took, they stretched him off the field. So the whole thing, just because he took one shot and went down. Mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's a whole different before he, if he could have gotten back up and got back in the game, they wouldn't have cared. No. It would have been a punchline. Yeah. So, 30 years ago, it would have been a punchline that he got taken off of his feet. Yeah. Okay. He's so the big hats. Everyone gets excited about. They're like, "Oh, a big hat!" No, yeah. I don't watch football. Probably obvious by the questions I'm asking. Is there a football game, a professional football game, that that goes on today, where there isn't a player that is removed from the game because of an injury, an injury that causes him to be not just removed from the game, but removed from multiple games because the injury is so bad. Look. So, so like this one player recently, and I, I don't know his name, I'm sorry, but the one that got this huge contract and his first game out, is Aaron Achilles, Rogers. he, he Aaron blows, Rogers. His, blows his Achilles, Achilles. Done tendon. for the season, yes. Yep. So 
Is there a, is there a professional game that has been on that has been televised and played where there hasn't been someone that's gone out on some sort of permanent injury? And if so, how how frequent is that? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that you, you players get permanently injured in in a, in a game, but I, I would say probably every game somebody's getting hit or somebody's being taken off for a concussion. Now there are serious injuries that happen. Matter of fact, on Monday night, um, Nick Chubb uh, got hit and blew out his knee, tore the all three major tendons in his knee. Jesus Christ! And it was and it was just a simple tackle. But he, it, it happened to him. Uh, Saquon Barkley over the weekend, he got hurt. Aaron Rodgers got hurt first week, four plays into his his New York Jets career, blew out his Achilles tendon. It happens. A lot of times, it's 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 freak. I I, I watched a guy. Now this was back in the eighties. Might have been late eighties for the for the um, Chicago Bears. Guy was running down the field, went to jump for a ball. And blew up both knees. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that all he did was all he did was running down the field and planted and went to jump and both knees gave out. I think that's called a Shane McMahon now, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I mean, freak injuries happen in the in the game. But to answer well, your question, to answer your question, yes. It, if you watch a game over the weekend, you'll probably see. There's probably at least one or two guys that get hurt that don't come back in the game. Now, is it for the just for the game? More more than likely, is it for multiple games? It's very possible. Guys get hurt. It's a it's a violent game. Guys have knee injuries, ankle injuries, stuff like that. Pull a groin, pull a hamstring, pull them, pull their pud, whatever it might be. It's just something that happens. It's part of the game. So so correct me if I'm okay. wrong, but the 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 strength and capability of players keeps doing this mm-hmm. because of training, because of medical training, because of medical advancements, because of the understanding of how the muscles work, because of what they're doing, you know, after, you know, after the workouts, and, and I'm not even, I don't even think about the drugs and, and the things right. like that, you know, the steroids, and I'm not thinking about that. I'm just think about the understanding of how to feed the body, how to, how to recover the muscles. So, that's on a continual rise, right? Yeah. So we have stronger, faster players all the time. Yep. This this is the line of what the human body actual actually is and yep. capable of, right? Because it's the same bone, the same ligaments, the same tendons that it was the day yep. that yep. whatever that creature was pr- crawled out of the primordial soup and stood erect the exact same configuration correct where where is this going to end where what what the, is the cyberball the the sport what, will what never is, be an ex- the sport will be done kev that's when it will end but how though how this is a multi billion dollar industry we don't know that answer so that's the yes, only way we do can it oh. will go to robots. It'll be oh. like Rock'em Sock'em robots and shit. Or Jack's but, fucking uh, 2XL robots will be on the field. Let me sick. let me let me throw something at you. Let me throw something at you. Formula One racing will end the day that gasoline engines are taken out of the race. 
football will end the day that human beings are taken out of the game. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I don't know. I I really enjoyed playing cyberball back on the Genesis. I would I would actually probably watch that over regular football, but I did have I mean, a question you, for you. you do some crazy we, shit then. We yeah. are we are in the minority, right? In all honesty, that's the first time anybody's ever said that about five white guys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, five okay. white guys in a podcast. <laughs> we are in this minority, but we're not in the more. <laughs> actually, you know what? Oh no! We're becoming the minority. <laughs> oh, regardless, you went there. Reg- I know, I know, I know. I said it. I said it. I'm the asshole. That's news. <laughs> uh, Corbs, I did have a quick question before or, uh, this ends because I want to ask you before we all got questions about the concussions. Did you watch the Browns and um, Steelers game a little bit? A little did bit. You- did you see though Deshaun Watson? So like the quarterback is the coveted position. They're pampered. They're making sure they're taken care of. He got two um ru- um rough in the pack. Like he got two yeah. fouls against him. He literally took the defender's face mask, threw it behind. Like he was dragged him and threw him to the ground twice. Did you see that? I didn't see that. No, I missed that. I was actually I actually watched the, some of the Carolina game. I was watching Carolina and the Saints. Watch it again because, like, literally, I know there are personal foul penalties, but like, he should be fine for them. He literally took the guy's face mask, like, literally dragged him. the guy's like neck is going like this, and he threw him to the ground. I'm like, yep. you can't do that. Like, he needs to be, he needs to be fined for that. Like, I don't know. I just don't like Deshaun Watson for. I was like, did you see that? It was impressive. No. Really, yeah, no. I, I actually I missed it, but I, I mean, I've I've seen plays where quarterbacks are running, even quarterbacks are running, and a guy reach out and grab the face mask, and next thing he looks like a guy named Owl, his face is yeah. the opposite direction. So it, it happens, but it, it usually gets caught. And, I mean, obviously he got penalized for it. But I mean, it's... He got it – well, twice it happened. He should have been fine for it. So I was still yeah. – all right, that's all I got. All right. That was a really good segment. We actually yeah. got serious about shit. Holy cow. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well – I think now we're going to move it right along to Jack's Trivia Time with Jack, is what it's called now. <laughs> you really uh, don't. <laughs> All right, back to whatever Paul was saying. It's my trivia topic, trivia, whatever. All right, fucking let's do this. Um, Hugh, pick a number, one through four. Two. I mentioned this one at Sci-Fi Horror Fest. I forgot I didn't change it. Who in history claimed he could drive away the devil with a fart? That would be me. <laughs> um, think of a famous um, activist, basically. That's your hint. I... Malcolm X. Another one in the 60s. Oh, I Martin remember. Martin Luther King. Martin Luther is the answer. Good job. <laughs> Wait, Martin right. Luther King or Martin Luther? Because those are two different people. Very different, different people. Time no, they are. It's Martin Luther. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Martin Luther. All right, Kev. One, mm. three, or four? Oh, no. In Texas, it's illegal to swear in front of what? It's illegal to, to swear in front of a grandmother. No, as you shouldn't do that anyway. A church. No, but close. It's kind of in that vicinity. 
house. The horror house next to the church. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He said it was in the vicinity. Yellow no. That's what I was saying. Illegal to swear in front of and church is close. Oh. I can give you a big hint, but I'll give it away. You want it though? No. Um, <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> so it's church congregation? Um, cemetery. Getting closer. <laughs> really? I don't know. Cross? No, but you got the C part right. Often? No, getting closer. <laughs> Crematorium? I, I don't know. <laughs> no, you're getting you're really close. Okay, just tell me then. I'm done. I, I have no idea. A corpse. I know. I know. Is to swear in front of a corpse? In yeah. Texas. Fuck! I, I killed him. So now I can go to jail, <laughs> right? I know. All right. Um, two or four corpses. No, three or four corpses. Oh, three or four. four. Three or four. Uh, four. Four? Four! 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 Um, what was the first fruit that was eaten on the moon? <laughs> He's like, fuck. Wait, I think I saw that in a comic book once. You sure? Well, you sure? That's the wrong fruit, Paul. Uh, I'm gonna say... Strawberry. Nope. Orange? No. Apple grape? Nope, no. Cherry? <laughs> no. Tangerine? Close, but no. Uh, you already said an orange. Nectarine. Not nectarine. It's a soft fruit, though. Where's your Peach. Graceland for, for golf? What state is it in? Peach. There you go, peach. Very good. Very good. All right, you you ready, Paul? Yes. Number three. What animal cannot stick its tongue out? That would be a giraffe. No, that's not true. Never mind. Wow. <laughs> um. Well, that's, that's because as soon as I said it, I realized I've actually seen a giraffe stick its tongue out. We all have. <laughs> um. That would be an elephant. No. Okay, I got nothing. That's what I was going to say. Did anyone want to take a guess? I saw a cat animal. Down. What animal cannot stick his tongue out? You sure it's an animal? Is it a, is it a mammal or is it a is it an insect? It's not a mammal. It's not a mammal. A fish? No. This guy had a famous um Animal Planet special before he died. Think of that guy. A crocodile? Uh, crocodile. Nice. <laughs> there right. you go. Look at you guys. Right. What I'm going to do right now is sneak up on this crocodile. All right. Wrap my finger up, in what happened, Yeah. What happened in history? Uh, Wilbur Wright in 1904 was the first uh, cir circular flight. 1984, the Cosby Show aired. And in 2001, President George W. Bush declares war on terror. And then George R. R. Martin is 75 today. Some birthday wishes. Uh, John Bernthal is 47. And Sophia Loren is 89 years old. She's still alive? She's still kicking. My dad oh. had to text me that today, too. He's like, 
my the one I love more than anything is 89 cent. I did not need to know that, Dad. <laughs> back to Paul. Back to you, Paul. All right. Well, before we throw it to break, I'm going to hit you guys with my weekly topic. Jack, you should like this one. And that is, <clears throat> what historical event do you wish you could have been an observer at? And the guys mm-hmm. will let you know after the break. Stick with us, guys. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. time for our weekly topic let me reiterate what historical event do you wish that you could have been an observer at i'd like to go first please do so i was in the army and i was set to to get out because i had i had had a re-enlistment briefing so it's it's your opportunity to say i want to re-enlist or i don't want to re-enlist or whatever and at the time, I was like, I don't want to re-enlist. So, fine, no problem. I would have just finished out my tour, and and that would have been done. I was I was eighteen months or or maybe twenty months shy of getting out, and I came down on orders for Germany. Okay, which would have meant I would have had to extend for four months. So I would have done my time plus four months, because I told the recruit the reenlistment officer that I didn't want to reenlist they would not let me extend hmm. I couldn't extend four months therefore I didn't go to Germany had I gone to Germany I would have been there when the Berlin Wall came down nice that's cool that's yeah. very cool very cool my biggest I, I don't know biggest mistake in my life I don't know but I'm, I'm I do feel I do feel bad about that. I wish I could have been there. 
Mr. Kev, tear down this wall. (laughs) I would have loved to have had a piece of it. So many people walk away with a piece of that wall. That's right. Fred? I'm still thinking. (laughs) Uh, I'll go, I guess. Mine is a I would have liked to, and this is going to sound morbid, but I would have liked to have been there the day JFK got assassinated. On the grassy knoll, November 22nd. Wait, where did you want to be? In the car, in the parade, on the grassy knoll, in the library, or in the warehouse? It's funny you say that. I would have wanted to be on the street as the motorcade was coming towards you when he got shot. So it would have shot over your head. No, no. I'd have been looking at him as he wants to see them coming the at was him. coming would have been coming towards me. So the so would have would, been coming. The bullet came from behind him and hit him in the back, back of the head? And to the left. Right. There was oh. a magic bullet, yeah. Nice cat. Way, way to go with the JFK reference. Very nice. So yeah, I would have liked to have been looking at up at the parade and seeing the Texas book depository depository behind it. I would like to have seen that to see if the to see if to that's see if actually that's where the bullet came from, it come from, which it didn't. But that's beside no, the point. That's besides the point. Correct. Yeah, that's, that's very that's interesting. Correct. Very yeah, interesting. I, I mean, it, it's it's more of a family personal thing. I mean, my, my father, um, being a police officer, definitely did his research on it. So that would have been mm-hmm. that would have been something to 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 be a part of, I guess. Mm-hmm. Now, I I chose the same historical event but i chose really? a different yes i chose a different place i wanted to be on the rooftop of the book depository to have a full view down to see where all the action hits so so i was able to make it shorter because we literally just discussed it <laughs> all right well i had to think about this and maybe if i had more time this wouldn't be my choice but right off the top of my head I would have loved to have been in Whitechapel in the late 1800s and been around for Jack the Ripper. Now, just think about this. Uh, it's it's more common now, but that was kind of unheard of, which is why it's such a, a big case and so sensationalized now. But what a scary but kind of exciting time. I mean, when something bad happens like that, people are equally part equal parts excited and afraid. You know, you never know what's going to happen. You know, it's exciting. What's going to be in the paper tomorrow? The entire air, the the entire world got swept up in that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm not saying it would be exciting in a positive way. Like, I'm not saying trying to say that was positive. But, you know, the most notorious serial killer in the history of all serial killers would have been kind of cool to have experienced the public experience, I guess. Nice. And get swept up in it. And, you know, fewer whores. I don't know if that's a good thing, especially not in 1888, but hey. All right, Jack, dazzle us. There's so many. Why did you have to pick this topic? Um, I don't know. I can go from so many, but um, one that is probably out of left field. Um, I've always been fascinated with Russian history a little bit. So um, where I am going to go is in 1917 into a little room where Eugene Botkin, people don't know who that is, he was Tsar Nicholas II's uh, family's doctor because the whole Russian family was executed that night. So where I'm going to be going is to that guy's room, and um, he was writing a, a letter to his wife. 
So I wanted to be in that room, seeing him writing that letter because he literally was interrupted in the middle of the night to dress and say they're moving the family, they're gonna move to another location. So the letter was half done. So I think I would like to just be there as like a like observer and see what's going on because um, we don't know what happened. Like when he was writing, he had very good handwriting, but as he was writing it, he was shaking, they said, because like he had to write it so fast, but he never got to conclude and say, love you, Gene, or something like that. He literally was in mid thought when they knocked on his door, the Bolsheviks and said, please dress and we're going to have you and the family relocated. And then 20 minutes later, the four daughters, the czar, the czarina, and the boy, and three uh, staff members, including the doctor, were assassinated. And, and they were just killed. But where I want to go is, it was called the Church of the Blood, apparently, this this location. It has, it's been destroyed. But where I'm going to go is Eugene Bakken's room with a little candlelight, just being that little observer, watching him write that love letter to his wife that he would never see again. Nice. Good there topic. You go. Yeah, thanks. All right, let's keep this fucker moving. Guys, what are you watching? Other than Ahsoka, because a couple of us haven't seen it, so. <laughs> I just, okay, I gotta say it one more time. If you're not watching the new Rockstars breakdown of Ahsoka, you're not doing yourself any favors. The guy is a Star Wars freaking fanatic, and the way he makes A connect to B, not to be missed. Not to be missed. I'll leave Ahsoka, and I will say I'm also watching One Piece on Netflix. So One Piece is the live-action adaptation of an anime, Japanese anime, that's about 25 years old. has thousands and thousands of uh, episodes and many, many, many chapters, um, been around a long time, has a huge following. Um, and it's just, it, it's a really, really, really good time. All about pirates and all of their stretchy exploits. Bodies. And what? Stretchy bodies. Stretchy bodies, yep. Uh, Luffy, uh, the, uh, the main character, uh, actually has a, an elasticity to him. Um, and other, other characters have some other fantastic abilities. So just it's it's really it's a good time. Kathy and I are really enjoying it. Outstanding. I want to check that one out. I've heard good things. Way down on my list though. Yeah. Underneath right supernatural. After yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a joke before I can. Um, I just finished up uh, season two of Foundation this week. Um, again, fantastic show. Did not disappoint. Uh, kind of shocking as well. Uh, if you're not watching it, I I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's, you know, Kev, I mean, it doesn't have the Star Wars pedigree behind it, but quality wise, it's as good as Ahsoka. Easily. It. It's it's amazing. And apparently the Apple TV numbers are proving it because it's apparently a huge hit for this very small mm -hmm. streaming service. Mm -hmm. Other thing I've been watching, I uh, started watching Wrestlers on uh, Netflix, a new show about uh, the Ohio Valley wrestling um company out of uh, in ohio uh, apparently al snow is running that now i didn't oh, know nice. that and he he bought it and then they were failing so he sold part of his the business got some investors in there who worked in sports but don't really understand wrestling and basically they're trying to save the company these guys are saying you know we're losing money on every show we need to turn this around or we can't do this anymore and it's i don't know how it ends 
I don't, I, I assume they're still around. Uh, but it's a real, it's, it's not a fiction. This is like, like a reality show and it's fascinating, uh, especially because Al Snow is a really entertaining person to begin mm-hmm. with, but that's it. Cool. Uh, well, speaking of wrestling, uh, I don't know if you watched, finished watching the second season of Heels. Hugh, I know you were said you were I, watching. I have not. I have two episodes left. Okay. Yeah, I, I just watched the last two episodes today when I got home from work. So, uh, fantastic show. Um, I can't really say much, but I'm hoping they do come out with a season three. Um, so, but it, the last two episodes were, were, were great. So, so that's really what I, I, I watched that. So. All right. Um, what does everybody want? Sorry, I led me to that. So, um, <laughs> so um, I finally got to watch a movie that I've been wanting to see for a while. And Sling gives you free packages every so often, and it was on Showtime. So I was like, "The Whale." <laughs> so let's watch oh, the Whale. Man. So I was like, "Okay." I love Darren. Ar- How do I say his last name? Darren Aronofsky, I believe. Yes, loved um, Black Swan. I love his work. He's really good at what he does. I can see why I'm loving how Brendan Fraser's back in the light, but this is not a movie for everybody. So literally it's kind of cool. Like this doesn't spoil anything. The movie starts out, he's a teacher and he's in the middle screen with his camera off and everybody's cameras are on. So he has his camera off the whole time. He he teaches creative literature and all that. It's got the um, redhead from stranger things alpha from walking dead is in it so it's only like a five or six person cast it's not a big cast but um you can definitely see why brandon fraser got best actor he was always been one of my favorite actors and it was sad he was gone for a while but just watching this movie oh my god like literally you're watching him eat and eat and eat it's like oh my god stop eating so literally like it's like a it's a good movie it's not for everybody, but if you want to watch it, go ahead. But it's not for everybody for sure. But after watching it, I was like, I love this actor. He's very good at what he does, but I probably won't watch this movie again. <laughs> but it was uh, definitely worth a watch for sure. But you're going to leave the movie. You're like, okay, that wasn't bad. So, um, But it was very well done. I recommend it if you guys want to see something that's different. Um, but yeah, I finally watched that. Emily was asking, like, did you like the movie? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so it's like, I don't want to say I liked it. I don't say I didn't like it, but he does a great job in the in the role so much. Like he poured his soul out to that role. He had maybe a couple funny one-liners, but it, it was very, very sad at times. So um, it was very, very good though. So that I had that one I really watched and I was like, okay, that was interesting. So that's all I got this week other than Ahsoka. All right, well. <laughs> I, I've got nothing other than Monday Night Raw this week, so, um, which was the, you, the first one in the new era. Yeah. Were you surprised that uh, Jade Cargill didn't show up? No, she'll be coming soon. I think she's in uh, uh, the Performance Center right now. Kevin and I were talking about this today, actually. Um, yeah, it's coming, unfortunately. But you know what? I disagree with that because you know what? The reasons that she, AEW didn't like her. Are the same reason she's gonna 
WWE because she has the other two parts that the WWE cares about, the look and the, the ability to entertain. The other stuff, she's going to have the best trainers in the world working with her. She's going to be fine. I'm just afraid they're going to fast track her because they already said that she's coming I, directly to the main roster. And, and you know what? I think they should. Because, you know, if they don't fast track her, if they put her through NXT, she'll come up to the main roster and they won't know what to do with her like they do all the other people they bring up. Also true. Um, she she ha- she can be a draw. She could be a huge be, yes. draw. And they, they need to bolster the women's division. Yeah. And, I mean, do we 100%. even have any black women in the women's division right now? Isn't Bianca out hurt? Oh, no. Yeah. Well, she, she's been out. So, yeah. Um there definitely needs to be more representation and I could see those two having a hell of a match. Yeah. Yeah. And Charlotte. Yeah, she, Bianca's been she, gone so long. I didn't even remember. You forgot she, she existed. Yeah. <laughs> but I've got nothing else. Um, so I think it's a, it's a pretty good stopping point tonight. All right. Stopping. We're not stopping. It's nugget dropping time. Exactly. Oh. Look at you go. <clears throat> so, so the guy that invented zero, thanks for nothing. <laughs> Good night, everybody, and mega bite me, bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. production.